episode of I Hate Golf, It's Awesome. My name's Caleb, he's Mark, and how are we doing today? Doing all right. Yeah? Yes. How's everything been going? It's now been two weeks since we did a podcast, I believe. Two weeks? Yeah. Yeah. Been busy. Yeah. Weather, in and out. Looks like it's finally... Did we get to 80 degrees today? Uh, it definitely felt like it. I don't know. I think the actual got to 80, but it, it was it was warm and windy, which equals a dry golf course today. After um, just a couple of days ago, one of the hardest frost we'd had all year. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, you know, I think last time we talked about how everything was kind of prematurely green. Uh, two <laughs> weeks, that really changed quite a bit. And, you know, we dropped down, you know, below freezing overnight, five or six times we only got two real bad frosts but yeah you can definitely now it's brownish yellow yeah you can definitely see the setback out there so not ideal but you know this is kind of this is probably where we should have been without the you know extra warmth that we had um this past month um so you know that's the weather that's the weather you know everything on the forecast so far i probably shouldn't say that looks good but but you know that's wait it's coming up we'll come up to a weekend so that means rain <laughs> it's gonna yeah the course will be perfectly set up by thursday and then rain friday and saturday that's that's how it seems it's to been go the routine yeah unfortunately but but no things are things are progressing nicely um you got a new toy today got a new toy that I haven't really had much time to do toy with anything with um yeah we got a toro flex 21 uh greens mower which if you're not familiar is not the kind that you get to sit on and listen to a podcast it's the one that you actually have to push and walk behind so you don't push it yeah you walk behind don't it. make it sound harder than it is uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna make it sound as hard as it seems in my it head it pulls so. you actually <laughs> yeah that's kind of the terrifying thing honestly <laughs> um don't fall asleep while i was doing that um and the reason for getting that little experiment and trying to get rid of and prevent triplex ring on the greens which if you do not know what that is if you look at the uh, outer pass um, on the greens the outer probably four feet you can notice that there's a little bit of extra wear in those areas and that's from the cleanup lap when you mow the greens uh, kind of digs in and berries and just generally isn't healthy for the turf in so, our case a lot of extra where yeah it's um you know it's what i always talk about going back and looking at the old satellite images it's always the trouble spots on these greens seems to be right at the turns on the outer edges and that's just you know that's that's where the trouble spots still are so and plus taking the daily weight off of the greens right that creates the compaction that's right. obviously been an issue here for a long time as well mm-hmm. so little experiment with a new mower and it's like yes it requires time and manpower mm-hmm. two things we don't own <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah we outside have, of that we'll try it <laughs> we have the equipment just not much else so it's usually the other way around yeah that's that's the weird thing um but no it'll, it'll be exciting to give that a try probably going to take a couple of days to set it up and you know test it out a little bit before we put it into full rotation but yeah it's exciting to try something new you know i've been um spent the past couple of days working on tees and you know green surrounds and you know kind of has made me very optimistic about you know the future and what we can do here it's just like 
just kind of had a moment where it hit me. I was finishing up, um, you know, cleaning up around greens and coming backwards on one. And it's just kind of coming up the hill and that elevation change is just like, wow, this is, it's a pretty cool golf course. And it's like, you don't, at least I don't, I don't always step back and kind of look at it in that way. Cause you know, we get kind of bogged down in the details and, you know, working all the time when you stare at something for so long, you kind of don't see it for what it is anymore, but just kind of had that moment of, no, this is, this is pretty cool. So. Well, and, and one of the things that's making that more visible is on number 10, where we're clearing out mm-hmm. left and behind the green and the encroachment that's, that's taken place from the, from the overgrowth, the, the woods taking over the left rough and yeah. behind the green and clearing that out is one, obviously it'll be healthier for the green, getting some airflow. But two, just visually, the hole is just dramatically different. Yep. It's incredible. I mean, it really is. Yeah. It looks, it's like, it's it's funny. It's like, it seems like every time we do some kind of change like that, it's like, I, I think it's my brain canceling it out for me, but I instantly forget what it looked like. But it, to me, now it just looks as it should. It looks more natural instead of just total encroachment and, you know, the, the tree line was coming right up to the greenside bunker, and it's just like that's not how it was supposed to be. Right. Well, and the the whole undergrowth was a big issue. It just gets so thick, yeah. and just it just looks horrible. Yeah. And starting to dig back in there, you find the original, you know, hazard stakes mm-hmm. ten yards into the woods. Some so places more than ten yards after yeah. twenty five years. That's yeah. what's happened. So yeah, but that, to me, that's a big deal. Um, the other thing on the golf course, we're still kind of sorting through what to do with number 13, where mm-hmm. we had the washout. Mm-hmm. You know, you put in the temporary bridge with some drainage. Um, we still have to figure out long-term what we're going to do with that. Right. Um, so that's still a big job in front of us. But for now, the good thing is it's playable. It's functional. It's You know, <laughs> I made sure of that. I, I spent a couple of days making sure of that. So, yeah, that's... You know, there's there's a lot of, you know, kind of obviously that one's kind of a more immediate decision that we need to make. But, you know, there's a there's a lot of big decisions to be made. And I think the kind of direction that we want to go on the golf course side of it, you know, you know, we we talk about, you know, doing the trail pass and programs like that. And that's kind of the not easier stuff to figure out, but it's kind of the more just thinking through it and, you know, putting those programs into place is like when I think about, you know, actual changes we want to make on the golf course, it's like, to me, those are the hard decisions because once you make a change, it's, it's going to be like that. Yeah, absolutely. So, but you know, speaking of the trail pass, it's been, you know, basically it's just the battle of getting introduced because it's such a new program. You know, it's new to us, even though we've used similar programs at other properties, it's obviously new to the area, mm-hmm. so just kind of introducing and educating people, and you know, once people connect and they're like, "Oh wow, yeah, why wouldn't right. I?" So right. yeah, that's been kind of neat to see as well. It's just you know, it's been it's been a two or three month struggle at least, just because it wasn't the the weather was awful. 
it was only awful on weekends. Yeah, it was only awful on the times people had you know time to play golf. Yeah, you know, that's it's getting dark at five thirty, and the weekends are wiped out. Yeah. So it was. It's been brutal. Yeah, that that hasn't been great. You know, I've, I I don't know if it's just the, if it's just the weather getting nicer or if it is a combination of that with the trail pass. But I've I've noticed a lot more people walking the golf course. That's that's something I like to see because that's how I like to play. You know, I I think it's a you know there's a couple stretches like between 11 and 12 that are a little bit of a hike but i think it's a pretty walkable golf course but that area that's scenic yeah it's yeah <laughs> you get to watch the beavers the beaver try to make a dam yeah. <laughs> yeah it's you know it's and it's like the other day going down there with the cart there was a little it was warm enough a little friend crawled across the cart path <laughs> but you know trying to get away from us yeah quicker than we were trying to get away from it yeah absolutely <laughs> that's something you're going to see more when it starts to warm up be careful looking for lost balls on two that's that's a spot um yeah i I see some people last summer i saw some people looking for golf balls where i don't think it's worth it no it's (laughs) It's like it's not worth that used tailor-made or titleist or whatever that you pulled out of the bottom of your bag that's a top flight yeah that's (laughs) xl yeah it's those those are what you find the most of actually probably I, i i don't I don't know what this means, but the consistently the ball I find most ten yards into the woods, Pro V one. I, I have no idea why that is, but you just find I so always many. Ask, why did they buy it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> they like, should be playing a nitro or a noodle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, something I did want to talk to you about is something Uh-oh. I haven't you know had a ton of time to pay attention to, but obviously um, one of the topics in the world of golf, more on the professional side, is the plans of the USGA to roll back uh, ball flight that they're going to start restricting um, ball flight for tour players. Have you paid attention to this my, at all? My analogy would be is like the federal government saying we're going to roll back taxes. <laughs> it's kind of like, Let's keep it to I'm, golf. I'm sorry folks, you could have done this at any point at any time. Yeah. And it's just like you know, it's like how many years did they have to keep stretching golf courses right. for the tour players? Now they're back to 7,500 and 7,600. And it's like, you know, yeah, places like Augusta, it's like, okay, they buy another 300 acres. Who cares? But for the average golf course, um, you know, it's just, to me, it's just kind of odd. And I I think I'm kind of like, just just draw the line and that's it. Yeah. Where it's at now, that's fine. Yeah. Just draw that line. You know, and it's with all the equipment. It's like the advances in the technology, you know, the the springboard action and drivers, and it's just everything, the advancement in shafts, everything. But the fact is, you know, and I've said this many times, I've shared it with you, is, you know, I was considered a pretty good golfer in my region in my day. But if I played at that level today, I would be like, are you kidding me? What are you doing here? Because these guys have really, they're so defined in what they do, and they're so focused, and it's just like one-dimensional. That's what they do, and they're very good at it. Yeah. I mean, it's it's absolutely amazing. I see scores that are shot on golf courses. It's like, how do they do that? It's incredible. Yeah. Shooting 64s on golf courses where you put a five handicapper there, and he probably wouldn't break 90. Yeah. It's it really is amazing. So, you know, I just, you know, to me, that's just, 
let's just talk, just do what you're going to do. And, you know, they brought up a quote from Tiger, what, five, six years ago about Mm -hmm. this is what they should do. And now, like, how do you get out of saying that? Because everyone else is saying, no, you shouldn't do it. So it's just, hey, guys, you could have done that at any time. So if you're going to do it, pull the trigger and do it and just move on. Otherwise, it's, you know, I'm sure the equipment companies have had a lot of influence. Yeah. You know, because it's a multi-billion dollar industry and you're going to say well you can't say next year's better than last year's anymore because it's the same yeah. <laughs> how do you market that yeah yeah you haven't seen apple come out and say this is the same iphone as last year yeah it's, but it's blue yeah Actually, so yeah that's that. yes you know and it's and i'm i'm I haven't, I've read, I, again, I don't have time to read stories. Once in a while I'll read something, but you look at the headlines and, you know, people are kind of challenging it. And it's just like, if you leave, leave it open-ended, where does it go? Right. You know, I always assumed there was a line that you couldn't create performance past that. But apparently that line wasn't there. Yeah. It was a dotted line or something. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, to me, it's it's not very interesting to me at all, honestly. I, I It's kind of what we've talked about before. Of That's a totally different. That's not even golf to me. I mean, it's it's obviously golf, but it's at such a different level that it's just like, I, I don't really care. If, yeah, if, if, if you if they would have changed it and never told anyone, it's like that would have been fine with me. It's like do that internally. It's yeah. like everyone making it out like this is going to affect anyone. It's just it, it doesn't. It doesn't yeah, you're affect talking anyone. talking about less than 1% of golf. Yeah. Absolutely less than 1% of golf that it impacts. No. It's like, oh, Mr. Seven Handicap now can't hit it 265 anymore. He's going to hit it 260. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know. To me, it's more of it, it's going to fall back on marketing. Like I said, it's mm-hmm. like, eh, how do you sell that new one next year? Right. Well, I'm sure they're going to find a way because from what little I do know about it is it's going to be kind of like a special exemption for different places. And it, basically, they've left it so wide open that they can just do whatever they want, which is like, probably the best and idea. And the guy's going to find out on the 14th hole oh, no, my kid left left his golf balls in my bag and I'm using the wrong ball. Yeah. That's, that's not going to happen. Yeah, of course. Um, <laughs> but what I did wanted to, what it, it kind of had me thinking about a little little bit and obviously mowing, mowing tees the past couple of days. Um, and, you know, we're getting close to the time where it's about time to start working on the tee boxes as far as aerating and stuff like that. Um, I wanted to ask you what you thought about um, about what, what tee box people should play? Do you have any recommendations, you know, for, you know, people playing, uh, you know, here it's black, blue, white, and red is our, is our lineup. And, what? you know, noticing the, uh, the wear coming out of the winter, the, the black tees don't get played too often. In fact, I think I might be the only person that plays the black tees, which is always, have to move them ever. Well, it's, it's, and it's always interesting to me because, you know, we're, we're rated as a pretty hard golf course, but to me, I don't think yardage is what makes this a hard golf course. I think it's kind of everything else. Um, I think the actual yardage difference between the black and the blues is kind of negligible to me because I don't I don't hit the ball very and, far. Until you play number 11 from the black tees. Uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the par threes is where you 
really kind of see the difference obviously but but what is your i don't know philosophy and telling people well my my standard answer to people is play the tees you enjoy playing golf from right i mean because you're a recreational golfer Mm -hmm. now if you're playing an event obviously we have the reds then we have the whites then the blues and the blacks Mm -hmm. and all of our events we typically play except club championship in the white tees right um, because it's the further back you go on this golf course it gets very precise um, so if you have to hit it very far at all and be very accurate, it's really tough, as you know, in our slope rating right. um, that they gave us. So, you know, I, I, if you're going to make a mistake, play up too far, and then you can boom back the next time. You know, it's just, and it's, you know, I, there's a couple of fellows out here. It's like they always played the whites. They moved back to the blues and said, wow. That was a different golf course. I loved it. Yeah. You know, that's that's what you should do. Yeah. Um, but unless you're really good or masochistic, <laughs> don't play the blacks here. I mean, it's, it's, it's really tough. I mean, small greens, you've got to hit it where you're supposed to off the tee. Um, it, can, it can really, you know, I think we've played our club championship from back there mm-hmm. um, two years in a row. And, Lowest score was maybe a 73, 74. I think it was 74. And was that was low. outstanding. Yeah. I mean, that was really good. Yeah. Um, it's, it's tough to do. Yeah. Um, no one's going to, well, I don't want to say that, but no, it's like, but again, for the, if you're out here to play fun, for fun and you've got three or four of your buddies or two groups, it's just pick a tee where everyone has a shot. Yeah. Where you can have fun. You don't. You know, one of my longtime mentors taught me that, you know, is the guy going to come back when he shoots 79 or when he shoots 89? And that's the case. It's like it used to be because it's kind of odd for me because when I played golf, there was only one set of tees. That was the back tees. You didn't even think of anything else. Yeah. But those days are gone, (laughs) you know. It's like now, it's like, no, I want it to be enjoyable. Well, and now it's, it's the fact that we only have four sets of tees is not standard. You know, most, most courses have a lot more than four sets of tees, right. and they even have combination tees where some holes you play here and some pl- holes you play there. It's, right. You know, us having four is on the low end for sure. Yeah, but I would say for us, I would say 90% of our people should be playing the white tees. And I feel like that's, you know, that's where I see most people playing. Yeah. You know, I, 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 you know, I see a lot of people playing from the blues and some people play from the up tees. Like I said, I think I'm the only person that plays from the blacks. And the reason that I like playing from the black tees is not just because I am kind of a golf masochist. And as you correctly identified, um, I just like seeing the whole golf course, you know, I like having to hit long irons into greens. I think that's fun. That's more fun to me than hitting a pitching wedge every time. But I think I'm probably in the small minority on on that. Very small. So <laughs> really, so I think most people prefer being where they can hit a wedge into the green. Yeah. So you know, having having a having. Um, 
a decent round at Tobacco Road on the back tees was probably my golf highlight in the past couple of years. Yeah. Um, even though I was the only one making the walk back to those back tees, which some of those back tees are pretty far back. So I don't know. I just like seeing the whole golf course, but it's just something I was thinking about, you know, being, you, you, it takes a long time to mow tees. So you have a lot of time to think. <laughs> and I ran out of podcasts to listen to. <laughs> you so, ran out of gas. Yeah. I ran out of gas a couple of times. Yeah. I've, I've been having some bad equipment luck this week and pretty much this year. So, you know, it's time is to it, add a new piece. Is it like Steve Spurrier moment? Isn't I, he the one that threw his visor all the time? I don't know what you're talking about. I've never thrown a visor in my life. Uh, I haven't done that twice today. Yeah. So, no, it's, it's, you know, I mean, I'm excited to head into the season. You know, it's, we had kind of that false hope two weeks ago that the winter was over, but now it yeah. definitely, I'm definitely hoping that, you know, all our cold, cold mornings are gone. So yeah, that was, that was frustrating because we were seeing, it's like, oh, wow, yeah. it's really coming in well. And yeah. it's like, oh, this is going to be nice. This is going to be fun. And then we got zapped. Yeah. And then we got zapped again. Yeah. So, but no, I, I think we're, you're looking at the long-term forecast obviously we're past that now so yeah we can actually see some progress and I, I you know it's what i've told you it's like i'm really thrilled about improving the tee boxes mm-hmm. because the greens are just it's going to be a process mm-hmm. the tee boxes i think we can do a lot of damage to this summer yeah you know because obviously they haven't been don't say damage you to. know airified and top dressed and yeah you know, none of that's been happening for a long time. Yeah. And when you see our golfers go through and it ends up like a swarm of locusts on a tee box, yeah. they just, there's, there's, it's hard to find a flat spot yeah. because of that. Yeah. Um, and once we do airify and top dress, then we're going to have a little, be a little more serious with our rules about you have a, sand bottle yeah you're going to use it it should be empty when you're done yeah in fact we're going to put a container out there with sand at the turn you should have to refill it at the turn if you're doing the right thing so and that's just kind of like you know educating golfers Mm -hmm. hey if you want a nice place to play here's what we need to do we we all need to be a part of this right yep um probably one of the most the things I'm most excited to, and I, I have no idea when we'll get to it, but the back tees and really the black and the blue tees on 13, if we could restore oh. those tee boxes, that is a great hole. It's like, unfortunately, it plays so short right now. I think if you could get those moved back to the in, you know, that would affect really all the tee boxes except for the up tees. That would affect where the whites play from. That, that, that hole is a really good hole and unfortunately go from being one of the easiest to one of the most challenging holes oh absolutely you know without a doubt even if we do take out that right front trap right it's still going to be just a monster no absolutely yeah and it's it's i think it's doable it's like you know they have the heads back there so Mm -hmm. the lines back there we just need to get that repaired and you know probably just throw some zoysia down on that yeah and stop people take from off driving their cars across it and stuff like that. Yeah. So. You're not allowed to do that. <laughs> I just I, I sometimes I think about the things that have happened in a very short period of time and it's just like it, 
does this stuff normally happen at golf courses? And I, I, I really don't know. Most golfers are abnormal. So when it comes to golf, it's like, I've always said, it's like people check out when they pull into the parking lot yep. at the golf course. Yep. And it, that's just what happens. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's, it's kind of that way. But, yeah, you see some, str- I mean, I don't want to go into stories, but it's like some of the stories that's on a golf course, it's like, you've got to be kidding me. Yeah. And it's like, away from the golf course, they're probably really normal people. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'd agree with that, but... Well, yeah. some of them anyways. Yeah. Yeah, it's, there's, it's a lot's happened, but I feel like we're... Uh, or at least I'm starting to enter that point of deliriousness that I think we entered into last episode. So it might be a good time to go ahead and wrap up. Unless, Probably. Unless you have anything else you no, want to add. I don't want to go into my stories. <laughs> put everyone to sleep. I still have work to do tonight. So we're going to wrap it up here. Thank you for listening to another episode of I Hate Golf. It's awesome. If you're not already subscribed, please make sure you subscribe on YouTube. Uh, follow us on Instagram, Twitter. Subscribe on whatever podcast platform you're currently listening to on. We do have some free stickers if you want to stop by the pro shop and pick one up. We got some stickers. There's nothing better than free stuff. So, anyways, I'm Caleb. He's Mark, and we'll see you next time. Oh, 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 oh,